to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our weekly show. We've got quite a lot um, to get through today because quite a lot's happened now. We're moving into the national final season. We've got songs today. We've got artists. We're getting into the meaty parts of the uh, first part of the uh, season, aren't we? We are indeed. And look, straight up, let's talk about the news that came out of Eurovision, the event itself. We have a logo. Yeah, and I think it's a quite a good one too. I really like it. It oh my god, I couldn't believe fans were collectively happy about something. So that is a first, which <laughs> yeah. is which is great. Uh, the logo itself, I'm sure you've all seen it by now, but it is like a, a clock wheel of or a wheel of time of 65 years, with each segment representing when a country entered the contest for the first time and representing that with the colours of their flag. So you've got this beautiful multicoloured kind of like colour wheel, basically. Mm. And we've got our own kind of wedge that stands out on our own right at, towards 11.30pm <laughs> because we were the only ones in the last kind of like 10 years. Yeah, I really like it. And I think it lends really well to what we're seeing with some of the merchandise and some of the branding. I think it really stands out. Really, really good. Really Visual good. identity is amazing. The merchandise, amazing. I am so looking forward. I'm going to buy everything. Yeah. It looks fantastic. So I, def- I definitely want a mug. Yes. So thumbs up. Well done. Yes. Rotterdam, who knew a logo would unite the fandom? <laughs> anyway, well, let's move on from the logo itself. We had an artist announcement, Michael. We did from Cyprus. Mm. Sandra Nicholas. Yes. He's kind of been floated around, hasn't he? So it's not a real shock. No, there's been rumours. Uh, we don't usually report on the rumours, but now it's confirmed. We can speak about it. Yeah, so like Sandro himself, like, so why is he representing Cyprus? He was actually born in Germany. Uh, he has an American father who's raised in Germany as well. And he's got a Greek mother. So that's the connection there with Cyprus. Greek and Cyprus, we know, has a very close connection. Fluent in Greek as well, apparently. Oh, very good. Yes. He competed on uh, The Voice Germany. Um, he actually competed as... Alessandro Ruta, which must be maybe his original name, but if you're trying to find his videos, that's what you'll need to look it up as. And it's probably worth listening to one of his performances just to get an idea of his voice. Yeah, so let's have a listen to it. It's In My Blood by Alessandro Ruta. I'm crying in my skin Sometimes I feel like giving up But I just can't It isn't in my blood Sandro, he is uh, previous guys. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm going to say I thought he did a really, really great performance of that song. Uh, yeah, really, really suited his voice, and yeah, he turned all the chairs on that one. Yeah, look, his voice sounds really good there, actually. And I think when he belts it out, uh, he's certainly got a vocal that's going to be competent enough. I think, like, not the the best vocalist in the world, but very strong still. So no worries there. It's always as it always is going to be about the song. Absolutely. Cyprus on a great run as well. Made every grand final, I think, since 2015 at this stage. Mm. So for a small country, they really are on a roll. Well done, Cyprus. It sounds like you've got yourself another good artist. Yeah, especially when you take them from other countries. So <laughs> no harm there. No harm. It's how things run. Uh, just to add on to the rest of his kind of CV, he actually also performed in New Wave, mm. which is the competition that's in Russia. Uh, he represented the United States there this year and finished in sixth place. So he's an international man. Well, well he got a bit of recognition in Russia then you know that's great yeah indeed so i think it's a it's a good good artist for cyprus and we're up to what four artists now for next year around about that yeah yeah so it's starting to add up so we're really on our way to uh rotterdam there 
Well, let's talk about something coming out of national final news. Mm. We got our first batch of songs for a national final. Yes. Out of Estonia, <laughs> Istilal. Oh, yes. Presented us with their 24 songs, was it? 24. Yeah. yeah. What did you think? What was your th- overall impression? Yeah, I look, I really like them. I, I think Istilal is really known for having a lot of diversity in their songs. And over the years, they've been really quite far out there. Maybe not as far out as previous years, like going back five to ten years ago. But I think probably from the last two or three, it felt about the same. The kind of same level of commercial kind of songs. A couple of little bit of weirdo ones in there. A lot of Estonian language. So a lot of people were saying, oh, they've lost their way. I'm like, it sounds to me the same as it has the last two to three years. Yeah, if you ask me. To me, likewise. It sounds like that progression. And it has become more mainstream with yes. the Estonian national final. After all, it's a television show that they want people to watch. Yes. You want to make it relevant to the audience, I figure. So, yep. you know, I can't really blame them for going for stuff that you might see chart. So yeah. yeah, indeed, and it's a it's a, a way that um, artists in Estonia like a bit like Melfest. It's a bit of a mini Melfest. Mm. They show off artists to you know boost the their lo- profile, the local market. It's yeah. not about going to Eurovision. It's actually it's a really good show in its own right. Well, we watched all twenty four today. Mm. We ranked them in order. So let's have a talk about what we put as our top three. Yes, our combined, you and me. Yep. Yes, yes, and I'm blaming you for the first one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> let's have a listen to what we put in third place. It's Sinovaltri featuring Valahari and Majakad. <laughs> It's not a massive surprise that, you know, we probably both like this. We, we, we like a bit of a dated Schlagerfest going on. Um, I must note that we put this sixth and sixth between us, mm. which came third overall. So you can see how much we disagreed on the other songs. Um, look, I love it. You know you can rely on her to give you something that has a good melody, a good chorus, nice structure that you just want to enjoy. Uh, it was fantastic. She did a great job of her schlaginess last year. I'm expecting the same. I love the video. I just, I loved it. She's a little diva and I was there living for it. She was working that lighthouse, wasn't she? She was, the lighting, yeah. My notes on this one were dated Euro disco trash. <laughs> Bloody love it. So it, it sort of ticked my boxes, to be honest. Yeah. But it, I mean, like you said, I mean, we only ranked at sixth each, but because we had such probably varied votes, yes. it did sneak into third. So yeah. yeah, and look, I think it's still getting a lot of like love online as well. I mean, for the fandom, they do like a bit of Schlagerness. <laughs> this has no chance of winning. Let's be let's be frank. If she makes a final, I think that's the achievement in itself. But it's a great little track. I like it. I do too. I like that disco element to it. Disco is coming back, people. Oh, I know. need to tell you. Oh, all right. Let's have a talk about what we ranked in second. This one's probably not as embarrassing. This one we had Erasmus Randavi and Young. Track into 2019 on this one, <laughs> Close kind up. of. Closer to 2019. Um, he's, he's back. He performed a couple of years ago, didn't he? He was in the Super Final. Yes, he was in the Super Final in 2017 and finished in third place mm-hmm. um, the year that Verona won ahead of Spirit Animal. Yeah, look, for me, this this has got that Avicii-esque 
kind of scandy, <laughs> little, little bit of country Spotify playlist kind of thing going on here. Yep. It is very commercial. I do find it a little bit repetitive, but having said that, this is going to appeal to a lot of people, a lot of voters, and I think even a bit of jury as well. It's interesting that, I mean, Avicii came to mind to me as well straight away, very Wake Me Up from like circa 2014. Um, but I had it as a combined with like a Dower Bob kind of style country where it's only like, it's quite soft. It's more your Spotify country, as you said. And I think the, that drags it a little bit closer to the 2019 side of things. So I kind of, I do agree with you there. And I'm, I know what you mean that it's quite repetitive in points, but... I think there's parts where there's a lot that you can actually build on from the song with this and enough that you've got something to hang on to with it, which still feels quite modern compared to some of the other songs we're going to talk about soon. Um, I think this is like modern with still some Eurovision twang into it. And Erasmus did a great job in 2017. Yeah. Look, this was my number one, but when country's involved, it sort of shoots right up towards the top for me. But I thought this was much more contemporary, and I really enjoyed it, and I really hope it does well. I really like this. I've got a feeling this will do pretty well for him. All right, let's go on to what we voted as first. Mm. He's back. Uh, Ukusiveste with What Love Is. The world is a wonder of wonders I'd never seen. I never imagined the power well, he's back. He was the runner-up last year, wasn't he? When it uh, lost out to Victor. Yes, with Pretty Little Liar. And I think this is better. Mm. I actually really, really like this one. Um, power ballad. Mm. Like old school kind of man power ballad. Mm-hmm. There's something quite Eastern about this as well. Mm. There's something I, you know, for me, we were kind of discussing it earlier. Something you might see in the Belarusian national final <laughs> yeah. or something like that. I don't that. know if that's a good thing. <laughs> I know. So maybe there's something about, and even a power ballad can sound a little bit dated at times, but I can see this on the Eurovision stage. I really, really can. And mm. I think he's got an opportunity to really belt this out. He's quite uh, photogenic and... Quite the camera's quite nice to him, so I can imagine this is going to go pretty well. I was going to ask, Michael, this was your first place. Did you vote with your eyes or your ears on this one? <laughs> Definitely voted for the song on this one. Oh, all right, okay, fair enough. No, look, I, when the first verse opens, and I think that's probably the cheesiest bit of the whole song, I was really worried because, like, you know, we really enjoyed Uki's performance last year. He almost made it to Eurovision. And I was like, wow, this sounds like something out of the Moldovan auditions or the Belarus auditions. It sounds awful. And then it went bang into the chorus and then mm-hmm. all the other kind of verses and prequel, everything else kind of then worked together and worked together really well. So I do worry it could be a bit cheesy, dated and Eastern. But I also kind of like that because this kind of like generic skeeny sound of everything else coming out that's not getting people excited. Half the people who vote in this are Eastern, yep. you know, and Uku's never going to win a jury vote no matter what. So you may as well go for the popular side of mm. things. So I, I don't mind that kind of like look to the East without feeling too Eastern. I think the chorus is really good and I think his vocal will be good enough. And mm. I think, I agree with you, only two songs I saw today, I immediately said I can definitely 100% see them on the Eurovision stage without even thinking about it, and this was one of them. Yeah, and I'll agree with you. I think it's the chorus on this one which really saves this one, really brings it into the next level. Yeah, The rest powerful. of the song can seem a little bit messy at times, and there's some dreadful lyrics. What is it? Like, a, I've never seen blue until I looked into your eyes. Oh, my God. Shoot me in the face, please. I know. He's a colourblind <laughs> like you, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but I definitely think that's definitely going to go in one of the favourites. Indeed. 
Talking of favourites, mm. well, we asked um, the Aussie Vision team members who could have a look at the songs today as well, what their thoughts were. And a couple of songs really rose up that didn't make our top three. Um, the first one, Michael, um, wasn't just the Aussie Vision team members who loved this. Uh, big chat online. This is probably looking like the early favourite. Yeah, it's Yawoop uh, with a beautiful line. Darling, I can't fight for Oh gosh, it's been put out there, isn't it? And I'm going to say, there are some arcade-esque sort of perhaps production moments in this. Yes. Um, For me, though, it's a completely different type of song. It's got a different kind of structure. Yes. But they do use that soft and power contrast to great effect in this, and I think that's what makes it really, really stand out. Yeah, look, it's a little bit like last year when there were songs that weren't exactly Fuego, but they borrowed heavily. This is borrowed heavily from arcade, but put a really interesting structure around the song that I can't tell if I like or I don't like yet. Uh, But one thing I could definitely see from this, it wasn't just that the production values were great, which says to me, this is the one that the broadcasters are getting behind, because you can tell from the videos half the time which ones are (laughs) probably going to be the heavy favourites here. But also, I could see this this lends itself to staging. The song, it's dramatic, Mm -hmm. it has these pauses, it, it, it drops down, and I think you can see it in the video that if you can replicate even half of that on stage... This I could see on the Eurovision stage, definitely. Whether I like the song or not, yep. that's different. Yeah, yeah. I think that live interpretation is going to make or break this one. Totally. Uh, because if he can bring the drama that he can in that video, which is I think is quite amazing, then this has got to be right up there. Totally. Right up there. Totally. Look, I don't think... I didn't have an initial wow that I had with Arcade. I don't think it's even in Arcade's shadow, to be honest. Mm. it's it's. I don't think it has the same kind of impact. But... To me, it, because of the structure stuff, it could do something like, I'm not going to go as far as a love injected, but that type of approach or the rhythm inside where the songs I don't particularly love, but I love the staging and I love the moment. And if they can do that, then it's a visual feast as much as it is an audio one. Yeah, it's a very interesting one. Very, very interesting. One of the other ones that the team sort of have pointed mm. out. Oh, I like this one myself too, Dale. It's Shira out in space. Multiple people um, in the Aussie Vision team put this as first place. I was kind of scratching my head. It was about 12th for me. Uh, I think you had it in your votes. But uh, I can I can see the appeal. This is to me as a jury appeal song, actually. It's, it's a nice song. She, she's got a great voice. Mm. It's quite... Uh, it reminds me of someone I can't think of yet. But it's quite... It's a soulfulness to it. I, I really enjoyed it. I just didn't kind of go... Wow, Easy Lau Eurovision for me. I was like, that'd be nice down at the jazz cafe. <laughs> Look, for me, I think, again, it's the vocal style of hers that really sung out to me. It was so striking and so strong with her vocals. Can't say the song is amazing, but it's not bad, not bad at all. Um, again, this one needs good staging if she's going to sort of take this one into the super final or anything like that. Um, but it's certainly an eye-catcher when it comes to this selection, I think, and she can't be discounted. Oh, I, I can see her in the final for sure, because if she can reproduce that live, the song's good enough, 
And we saw with the jury last year, even though it was a bit of a weird jury, um, that this could be first or second, it will probably second in the jury and maybe just not get the telly vote, but still come like fifth or sixth or something, which would be a great result. Yep, definitely been listening to that one on Spotify. I will be. All right, is there anyone else we want to say caught our eye or anything like that? What about the singing small goods? The, uh, <laughs> the sausage fest. It's not, it's not every day you see sausages rapping and singing. Yeah, I actually quite like that. came 11th for me. It came 11th for me as well. <laughs> it almost made my 10. Look, Laura, we all know, who was in Verona, came back. Mm. I think it's an interesting song choice. It's quite country-esque. I, I kind of I like her. I like the song. I wasn't sure about the mashup together, but I still enjoyed it. It was about twelfth for me, I think. Yeah, I think there's um again a fair dose of sort of Scandi pop in there, like we normally get from the Eastie sort of stuff. Um, Traffic, of course, was one that was talked about because of Stig's influence yes. in this one, co-writing it. Yep. Didn't really knock my socks off, to be honest. Yeah, very kind of like Monsters and Men, kind of Mumford and Sons, but didn't really kind of grab me. Might be really good live, though. Mm, I feel true. like that's the one that could lift. True, true. But anyway, that is Easty. We're going to probably discuss well, we'll have an article come out on this soon. And... Yeah, in the next couple of days, we'll have all the rankings. You can see them all, and I think it's a couple of days to digest. And look, we have to now wait until, like, February 29th is the final, so they really give a lot of time for us to go over these songs, but I like it in them early, it's something for us to get our teeth into. These are the first national final songs we've heard. Yep, absolutely, and I, as I say, I don't mind that selection whatsoever. Indeed, indeed. Let's talk about what else got announced during the week, shall we? Mm. One of the big ones, Melfest. Yes. We got our artist announcements. We go through, have a bit of a talk about There's some real eye catches. There's a lot of returning artists. I, when they were coming through, I was like, bam, bam, bam. Like, it was good. Um, shall we go through from semi-final? Because, yeah. you know, you've got to know who's up against each other. So, semi-final one, Michael. Who have we got? Well, none other than Robert Bankston. Mm. He's back. Not, uh, 2017 winner. Yes. Fit closing semi-final one as well. Normally a good slot. Yeah. So, I mean, he represented Sweden in 2017 with I Can't Go On on the treadmills. Yeah. Um, interesting choice to come back. Definitely. I think this is more for the local market rather than another shot at Eurovision, one would imagine. But never know. Who knows? Who knows? Another one that's coming back, Felix Sandman. Yes. Boys with Emotions is the name of the song. I, I had to double check that wasn't satire. I know. <laughs> Probably from Ellie. Um, but yeah, no, it was really interesting to see. That was the song title because the whole sad boy thing is happening a lot at the moment and he literally is the song. Um, He's got to be an early favourite and people are talking about him as an early favourite. He came second in 2018. Yes. um, And now the last four winners of Malfest have been men, (laughs) not surprising, but coming back on their second attempt. Mm -hmm. I feel he's been primed for this and I think he's got to be going in as a heavy favourite before a note has been sung. Yep, absolutely. He was runner-up in 2018. However, his song was a bigger hit than the winner. So Mm. he's got big popularity in Sweden. One of the others that caught the eye here, the Mummers, backing backing singers for John Ludwig last year, obviously at Eurovision. They're back as a... An act. I love seeing that. And also, Malu Pritz is worth mentioning. She was a surprise packer last year. She was the one that kind of did the clueless mm-hmm. type of staging. Yep. Great little pop song for that kind of age bracket. She's one to watch. I can see her representing Sweden one day. Still maybe not this year, but who knows? Yeah, big stacked semi-final one. Mm. A lot of big names. Let's move on to semi-final two. Oh, Anna Bergendahl's back. She oh, yes. realises everyone doesn't hate her anymore, so she's coming <laughs> back for another crack. I know, it's fantastic to see. We obviously adored Ashes to Ashes this year, so we were very excited to see her come back, but always about the song. So Absolutely. let's hope she has another good one. 
Uh, one of the big ones that the people are talking about, Dotter. Mm. Of course, she was a big fan favourite a couple of years ago. Yeah, she had cry, but um, it didn't, didn't make it out of the semi-finals. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Poorly titled. Yeah. Um, and then we have Mendez. Yes, good old Mendez. Yes. Looking forward to some power vocals from Mendez, are we? <laughs> well, look, don't he came second back in 2002, and he still made the final in 2018 with um, Every Day. Um, you know, he's he brings something to the state. Maybe the vocal ability is not the main asset. He's closing the semi-final once mm. again. Always an interesting slot to get. Semi-final three, a couple of big names jump out on this one for us, particularly Mariette. Yes. She's back. She's been at, this is, well, she's her fourth attempt now. Mm. Yeah. Three times, third, fourth, and fifth. Um, I love her. I, I really hope she comes with a, another really good song. Um, I'd love to see her represent Sweden. I'd love to see a woman represent Sweden. Yeah, I think we all would at this point. She's probably the, the, the best out of this um, lot to have a crack at it. Absolutely. Mahombi uh, will be closing semi-final number three. We'll remember him from last year. He did pretty well too, didn't he? Yeah, with fifth or something like that. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Semi-final four, closing off the semi-finals. Hannah Faum is back. Mm. Now she got a placing last year. Was it fourth or something? Like third, third. With Hold Me in that uh, duet with the kind of sheets of That's plastic right. being ripped away. Yeah. You know, interesting. Interesting. Good to see her back as a solo artist. And, well, one other one we want to talk about. Victor Crone. Scott, it's been the show for you, hasn't it? <laughs> Welcome back, Victor Crone. Yes. Uh, come through. Uh, he's, of course, uh, represented Estonia last year at Eurovision. He is originally a Swede, as we know. Yep. Sounds like one other one for the domestic market. Oh, this is me. all about getting back in front of the Swedish audience yep. and, and making a name for himself. I think this doesn't have much to do with Eurovision. For sure. But that's what Melfast is. It's not just about Eurovision. And it is fantastic. Now, we are literally two months to the day away from the very first semi-final, 1st of February. So, the week before Australia decides, we will get into the Melfest action. Absolutely. Kicks off 1st of Feb. The final will be on the 7th of March. So, mm, long. Lots to look forward to from Melfest. Can't wait. And you know what? We have to lap up Melfest this year because I tell you what, national finals are dropping like flies. They are, aren't we they? lost another one today. Yeah, it looks like uh, reports out of France saying mm. Destination Eurovision will not be going ahead for 2020. Yes. Looking more like an internal selection coming from the broadcaster. Mm. Shame, I think, because I thought it's been a good national final the last couple of years. We've had some great songs. Oh, totally. I don't think it's ever been an issue with the songs. I think ratings did struggle a little bit despite the French getting behind their songs very much so um, and look maybe the fact that the French got behind the songs that m- maybe there were other stronger ones potentially arguably it's a subjective thing but yeah. a lot of people are talk- looking internal I think people look internal when they want to play safe uh, you know when you want to just get a good solid result you know what as a big five country particularly mm-hmm. you, you need to show your worth you know you're putting a lot of money into this and you you know you've got to put a good performance in so I'm not surprised to see a few going that way because despite it being a great national final it hasn't really translated into great results for France. True, and ultimately, you've got to get ratings. That's what you get uh, judged on if mm. you're a broadcaster, and if it's not bringing home the bacon, well, probably time to look somewhere else. Yep, indeed. But look, there'll still be lots of great national finals, and we've got lots more coming up. We will be expecting the Albanian songs to be coming up very shortly. Obviously, the earthquake affected things there, and they've got far more important things to worry about than getting out the songs for thick. Mm. So surely they'll be coming out, I'd imagine, in the next week we should probably yeah. be getting them. Can't be too far away, I wouldn't imagine. Indeed. Okay, well, thanks very much for uh, joining us today. Let's see if you agree with us on our Estonian selections, or if you like one of these other random songs in there, as there <laughs> always are. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to uh, talking to you again next week. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, guys. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye.